It's time for today's AM Minnesota program, Fair Talk 2023. Thanks to these great sponsors of our weekly visit with John Devork, the Rice County Fair Manager, and a special guest he always has lined up. Thanks to Rice County Mutual Insurance, Tom's Lock and Key, Tim's Trucking, First United Bank, Three Links Care Center, Burkitt's Mare Shoes, Salmon Home Improvement, Fairborn Insurance, Tara Langevin, the Craig Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand, and Community Co-op Oil Association in Fairbowl. And we have a special guest. Uh, no, it's not John Dvorak in studio, but John, we'll let you intro our special guest before I get myself out of trouble with you and I play the jingle. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I want to start off this morning. I got to say hi to three special oh. listeners that I have listening this morning, supposedly. Three fans so, you have. Three fans <laughs> I have, yes. That's Hazel, Anders, and Harrison. So, good morning, guys, and I hope you have fun listening this morning. <laughs> and hopefully, Grandpa does well. That's right. He's and a keeps good Jerry talk. in line. Yes, that's the job. And now you can introduce our special guest. With us today, Jerry, we have Marty Barnes. Uh, I think believe that this is the sixth year that uh, Marty has been uh, working with the Rice County Fair, bringing his uh, rodeo to the fair. And uh, glad to have you on board today, Jer- uh, Marty, and glad to have you being part of the Rice County Fair again. Well, good morning, John. Mr. Jerry, I appreciate you guys giving me some time this morning and and we do look forward to going to Fairbow every year. You've got a really, really great fairgrounds, and there's always been some great crowds there that are enthusiastic, so it's a pleasure to go. All right, here we go, Marty, just to keep Jerry out of trouble. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Where the city meets the farm, the great Rust County Fair. We'll see you there. Yep, there's a story behind that, Marty. It was all loaded up, ready to go, and a couple of times I forgot it, and John won't let me ever live it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you there. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> oh, that is a great jingle. That's called branding, I think, but uh, it's one of those songs that it bops around in your head for a while after you've heard it. But, boy, it's hard to believe the Rice County Fair is going to be here before you know it. Yes, sir. Uh, we've been rodeoing ourselves uh, since the second weekend in April. We've had one or sometimes two or one time even three rodeos on on a weekend. So our animals are getting into rodeo shape, as they say. It's like a basketball player. You know, they might go through preseason drills and all that. But it's not until they've got four, five, six games under their belt that they're really in, in play in shape. So our animals are, are, are they're going strong right now, and they're, we're all looking forward to being there. It's mind-boggling to me, Marty, to watch that cowboy. And, uh, boy, the the first buck, and I'd be sailing over the rodeo fence. But it's amazing what they can do. And then when if they do get thrown off, how they can land and not break every bone in their body. It, well, it's definitely a young man sport. You know, it's <laughs> like running back in the NFL. There'll be some guys last two or three years, and the odd man will last 10 or 15, you know. But, yes, sir, it's a young man sport. So that uh, leaves Jerry out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can make an exception. We can sure put him on something, John, you know. You got a little calf? Yeah. <laughs> how, about a, how about a really, really old, really, really, really old bull? Maybe that would do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> well... I don't know. I don't. I don't know that Jerry has a cowboy hat, so maybe yeah, we'll no. just uh, leave that pass. Leave that pass, yeah. and we'll spare yeah. the audience. 
Is that what keeps you and your crew going, Marty, is uh, seeing the crowd there and people enjoying the rodeo? Is that why you put in the long hours and the, the travel time? And Yes, so that's true. You know, that's a huge part of it. Uh, my dad started this company in 1950, and then when he passed away, my family and I continued on with it. And, and so I've grown up traveling most of the summer, a little of the spring, a little of the fall, going from place to place. And and it, it is. It, it, seeing the crowd's reaction, knowing that we're also helping the local community or the fair board or the chamber of commerce or whatever it is that's benefiting, that's, that's why we do it. We enjoy doing it, but we know we're helping other people at the same time. It's mind-boggling when you think about it, though. All of those animals on the move, they need to be fed and watered and, and taken care of. And, and uh, to move all the facilities to take care of them when they aren't performing in the ring. Yes, sir. And, and we've got about 150 horses, I guess, here at the ranch and about 50 bulls. And calves and steers also, and, and so we rotate them around. They're, they're, I guess I look at them like a baseball pitcher. Some of those guys pitch on three days rest, some on one. Same thing with these horses and bulls. We get to know them when we raise a lot of horses, so we, we ease them into the competition side of things. Uh, and, and, again, some of them you can buck once a week or once every other week or two weeks in a row and one week off or whatever. The same thing with the bulls. You just kind of get to know them and their habits. And, and you just manage their careers. We can't make them buck. All we can do is manage what they're doing. So, in other words, Marty, you don't have somebody there that's uh, at your ranch practicing on the bulls to make sure that they buck? No, sir. When they're at the ranch, they've got the life rally. They're, all they're eating is, all they're doing is eating and resting. Yes, sir. Yeah, Jerry was looking for a part-time job and was wondering if he could come help train him. <laughs> well, I didn't know about training. I thought he wanted to be a bull. Well, that's, that's, like I said, you eat and rest. That's all you do. <laughs> oh, I can tell, Marty, divorce already got you totally corrupted. Yes, sir. Uh, but, uh, you know, the bulls and the horses, casters alike, they're all athletes, just like the, the Cowboys are getting on. Those guys today, you know, you think of Cowboys in the old days, they're rough and tumbling, they come to town and all that. But the guys today, they, they look at it as a business, which it is, and they're athletes. You'll see some of those guys before the rodeo, they might be jogging or doing jumping jacks or stretching. Everybody's got their own routine that they do beforehand, and they take care of nutrition. Same thing with our animals, uh, They've got a, we've got a special mix of grain we give the horses and a different mix we give to the calves and steers and bulls. And, uh, but we, we manage their careers, you know, July, June, July and August will be really, really busy. So we'll rotate those animals in and out. We might take them to one or two rodeos and then we'll go to the ranch and get some different animals that are fresh and then go to a couple more. So Marty, when, when a cowboy comes in and he's going to, uh, participate in the bull riding or the bonk bronc riding he doesn't know what animal he's going to get and how does he find out and when does he find out what bull or horse he's going to be on well like like for your roadie there at Faribault on the 21st of july they'll they'll there it, it, it's approved by the professional rodeo cowboys association the prca just like all those roadies you see on the cowboy channel so they that headquarters is in colorado springs colorado they will set an appointed time where the contestants can call in and enter. 
probably the 13th or 14th of July, I'm thinking, when those guys will call in and say, I'd like to go to Fairboe, Minnesota, or I'd like to enter Sac City, Iowa, or I'd like to enter Molala, Oregon, whatever the word would be, or place. And then uh, maybe on the 17th, those entries close, they'll call me and say, we've got six bareback riders, eight bull riders. Anyway, they'll give me the number of contestants. So in return, I'll give them the numbers of the animals that I'm going to have there, all the different bull numbers and horse numbers or brand. And then the the uh, PRCA, I guess it's like a, like a lottery. You know, the old ping pong ball comes out, and it'll say Cowboys such and such has, has animals such and such. So those Cowboys will know two or three days prior what their animal is, and then they will in their mind, start to make a game plan for the tendencies of that animal. Like they'll think that bull usually goes out two or three jumps and spins to the left. It doesn't happen all the time, but those guys will kind of get that in their mind, you know. Okay, so before they come to Faribault, then they'll know the bull that they're going to be riding. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, that's interesting yep. because I'm sure there's a lot of, lot of people out there that are listening that, that, wanted to know you know just how that bull gets pinned up with that uh, rider so that's that's good to know and yes sir it's mind-boggling to think then that the cowboys want to know the tendencies of those bulls this is almost like the stats in football or a baseball pitcher when uh, the opposition knows that their data on what they have tendency this wow this is down to a science but it, it is you know and and Sometimes that's a good thing. Those guys, you know, they they know those tendencies and they can kind of make a game plan. But another times, you know, you, you can't forget their animals and they have their own mind. So if you're all set to, to spin left with that bull and he goes right, you're in big trouble. <laughs> you still have to ride him, you know, jump for jump. And then also, you know, it's a it's a huge mental game for those contestants getting on. And if they've got this the rankest bull in the world drawn, so now they've got three or four days to sweat, you know, and worry about it if they're not strong manly. So in one way, that's not such a good thing to know that far ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, so the bulls that's, are all ranked, too, then, on how good they are at, at bucking a rider. Yeah, well, yes, so they have stock stats, and and that just says this animal's bucked, like in our case, Perry, Georgia, in the end of February, this is the number of points they gave that animal. Or Cherokee, Iowa, the first weekend of June, this is the amount of points they gave that animal. So they have those stats that shows what the judge thought at that event that time they bucked. So what happens if that animal gets hurt and you can't bring them? Then what happens? Okay, they also we also have extras, what they call a re-ride. And like I said, in my case, if there was eight bull riders, we would give them 10 or 11 numbers. And they would they would randomly assign a bull to a contestant, and then the ones that are left over are what they call a re-ride. So if there was a bull that got lame here at the ranch or sore or sick, that we'd leave him. That that contestant would get that re-ride animal. Or let's say we show up there, and it's a hot, 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 super hot day, and there's one bull that just doesn't perform very well on a hot day. That contestant will be given a re-ride, uh, just a fair chance to win the money. And so then the, these cowboys, then they're getting points, accumulating points. Or, and so what's in it for them then that they spend so much time and training to do this? 
Yes, sir. Uh, there's money won. You know, there at Faribault, they put up prize money. The contestants that enter also put in an entry fee. And then the top four scores, as far as the competition goes on that bull, will win money. Those points, then, are combined throughout the year for those contestants to go to the National Finals Rodeo in December. Oh, that we might see on national TV, then, if you find the right channel. Yes, sir. You just never know uh, the contestants that will show up in Faribault. <coughs> Excuse me. I know there are some that are thinking we shouldn't be uh, using livestock for anything, for food or, or entertainment. Well, you kind of alluded to it, Marty, about how well you take care of their, these animals and veterinarian when they need it. And they're born, raised, bred, and taken care of. And, you know, John's lot in life is to put up with me here at the studio. Their lot in life is to eat, rest, and throw somebody off their back. That's what they do for a life, right? Yes, sir. And they're bred to do that, just like a race horse or a, a show horse or anything like that. They're bred for that. A, a bucking horse, for instance. We've got some horses 20 and 25 years old that we still use. And and so life is good. They might get used six or eight times in a year is all. And so they'll be running in the hills, eating grass, just being a wild animal, you might say. They're not wild. I call them uh, civilized but not, but not domesticated. <laughs> I can walk out there amongst them and feed, but I can't get on and ride them, you know. So... It, it's a good life for those animals. In fact, <clears throat> I know they've done a few studies in the past where the, the rodeo animals live longer than those that are just out in the wild. Yeah, because they have people like Marty taking care of them. <laughs> well, we try, you know, and we make our living with them. We raise these animals, uh, the bucking horses and bulls. They've been bred the bucks, so those bulls will be three years old before we take them to a rodeo. So we've got a lot invested in them, time and money and feed. And then the horses, they might be four or five years old before we take them to a rodeo. So, yes, sir, we try and breed good animals to create good animals. And, and we don't want to abuse them because we've got a lot invested in them. On top of that, uh, if you don't put on a good show, pretty soon the crowds aren't in the stands or the cowboys aren't coming because uh, the horses or the bulls aren't doing what they're supposed to. And guess what? Uh, then you're looking for a new career. Well, yeah, John says, see ya, nice to know you, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I know that's not going to happen, uh, Marty, because uh, every time you've come to Faribault, I mean, we've put on a good show, you've put on a good show, so, uh, you know, you're great to work with, and uh, we enjoy having you, and, um, you know, hopefully uh, this can continue on uh, for as long as it can. Well, we sure tried, John, and my dad built his company on that. You know, <clears throat> promise what you can deliver and deliver more than you promise. And we've been to places 30, 40, 50, and two places even more than 60 years straight. And we've got six years going there at Faribault, so we've got a good start, and we look forward to continuing to go back as long as, as the people like what we're bringing. You know, and all, all we're doing is managing the competition. We bring the horses and bulls. The cowboys are independent. They come on their own. The matchups are made by the Professional Order Cowboys Association, independent of anything we want. So it always just depends on those contestants as their travel plans, as to who comes, and then how we're managing our animals as to how they perform. And it's Friday night at the Rice County Fair, right, John? That's right, Friday night. 
And advanced tickets or tickets uh, right at the grandstand? Tickets then? right at the grandstand. Okay. And, uh, we, you know, we will have some family packs uh, so, you know, mom and dad can bring the bring the kids with. And, and we'll what have about a little grandkids? And grandkids. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we'll have a discounted uh, little package for them. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. We hope the weather cooperates. And uh, we're just looking for another great rodeo. Now, one fair. more question. John is in a position of power in influence, so you have some some pull with Marty. So can I get an autograph with Marty when he's here, and maybe a picture? Well, that'd be up to Marty. I mean, you know, I, he's got to want to do it first with you, Jerry. <laughs> no, sir, absolutely, absolutely. I had a I had a lady one time wanted to get a horse's autograph. I said, man, they don't really hold the pen so well. So we actually got a piece of paper. And had the horse stand on it. <laughs> yeah, so that was his autograph. Yeah. Well, my luck, it would autograph from something else that might go splat. <laughs> on the wrong end. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, well, we got to take a, a break, Marty. I know you're busy. Before we let you go, anything else you'd like to mention? No, sir. July 21. We'll be uh, coming from, before that, we'll be in uh, Spooner, Wisconsin, two weeks prior. The week right before that will be in Decorah, Iowa on Wednesday, Wapalo, Iowa on Friday, Saturday, then we'll go home. So all the stock at Faribault will be fresh, and we're all excited to go there every year. We look forward to seeing you, and a picture and an autograph, that's the added yes, fee, Marty. <laughs> John's in charge of getting that done. <laughs> Is that called passing the buck? No, ten, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> hey, yes, thanks, thanks, Marty. We'll look forward to seeing you in Faribault. Y'all have a great day. And now we have to take a market break sponsored by these KDHL Ag Reboosters. Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency and nearest Rand. Craig helped protect all things important to you. Also, Matt's Roofing, specializing in any shingling project, plus farm buildings and residential roofing. Over 100 years combined experience, no payment until completely satisfied. Give Troy Matz a call, 507-838-2254. And Northern Buildings, for quality post-frame construction, go to their website, northernbuildings.com. Tuesday morning, soybeans and quarter higher, cattle and hogs are lower. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. For Leaf Genetics, paired with simple, flexible, and effective weed control, plant Stein and list E3 soybeans. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are higher with 59% of the crop in good to excellent condition, down three points on the week and below a year ago. Conditions are dry in many key growing areas with minimal chances for widespread rain in the next week. July beans are up 24 and three quarters at 1397 and a half. August is 24 and a half higher at 1317. July bean meals up $3.40 at $400.80. July soybean oils 92 points higher at 5490. Corn's up this morning with 61% of the crop rated good to excellent, the lowest rating for this time of year since 2019. Second crop harvest is underway in Brazil with Conab increasing its already record large projection. July corn's up four and a half at 621 and three quarters, September seven and a quarter higher at 550 and three quarters. And wheat's uh, mixed this morning with winter wheat development and harvest both close to average and USDA spring wheat rating down in the week. Any weather support, though, is going to be limited by slow export demand. July Chicago's up seven and three quarters at 641 and a half. On technical selling, July cotton's down 39 at 8310, December 17 lower at 8115. July rice is down 17, 79 and a half at 1887, September's eight five and a half lower at 1541. 
Live and feeder cattle are down ahead of widespread direct business with June live 30 lower at 178.77 and August down at dollar 10 172.10. August feeders are 137 lower at 237.67. And hogs are down this morning on profit taking in yesterday's weak move in pork. June leans down 27 at 86.90. July's at dollar 35 lower at 90.25. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 110 points. John Perkins, Brownfield. The market date, market update also sponsored by these KDHL Ag Reboosters, TNW Towing, your air cushion recovery experts, also Community Co-op Oil Association in Faribault, where everyone is welcome to be part of the company. Get your clean burning propane from Community Co-op Local since 1925 to serve you better. We will continue with today's AM Minnesota program right after these words from some of our great sponsors. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. John Dvorak, Rice County Fair Manager, is in studio for today's AM Minnesota program. John, it was sure fun to talk to Marty Barnes with Barnes Rodeo and find out just what it takes to put on a rodeo like what's coming to the Rice County Fair. And I'm sure what Marty told us is probably just the tip of the iceberg because there's a lot more uh, stuff that uh, goes on that uh, he didn't tell us. But, uh, you know, they're a great bunch of uh, company, a great company to work with. And uh, he has a passion for the entertainment industry. And when he comes in, you know, he does his best whatever he can do to... uh, Make sure that that's going to happen. And, you know, he gets in early in the morning, uh, sometimes the day before, uh, and he'll be out there getting things set up, uh, working up the track to make sure that it's going to be fit for the Cowboys. Making sure all the animals are taken care of. That's right. And so, uh, you know, there's many times, you know, he gets in the tractor himself and and, and works up the the ring and just to help us out. uh, Just a great guy to work with. And, and, you know, we're so lucky that we have him. And it was nice, too, to... Let folks that maybe don't know a lot about taking care of animals, how they take care of their animals, and that they're number one because without those animals, they don't have a business. That's right, <laughs> right, that's right. And, and I found it interesting too to sort of find out just you know how does that cowboy get paired up with yeah, that bull yeah. or that bucking bronc. So very interesting. If you can stand by, John, better hear from some of our other great sponsors, and then we'll wrap up today's AM Minnesota program Fair Talk 2023. 